Check, check, check. Mike, Mike, one, two, one, three, one, four, six, seven. You already know what it is, nigga. It's the chop, chopper style, chopper suit. What is our name again? Chopper suit combos, expendo. Hmm. I almost said chopper extendo, but I know it's chopper. He doesn't know where he's at or what he's doing. Yeah, that's because I turned on BET and I'm confused. So just I haven't watched this channel in like five years. What's on there? Nothing. It was DJ Envy talking about something and then Craig Robinson in a Pizza Hut commercial. And that's about it. Mm. Is it an award show, right? Or something? Yeah, it's the, uh, the Hip Hop Awards. Uh, you didn't say it right. Hip Hop, Hip Hop. White Lives Matter. White Lives Matter. White Lives Matter. Why is he singing like that? I don't know. That's just how I imagine. I feel like Kanye would use like a dad rock sample and make a song about it. All right, let's get into your favorite topic of the day, man. Why don't you set it up for the people? So I don't know where Kanye was at. Was he at a Balenciaga show? No, I think he was at his own fashion show, like season nine of Yeezy, I believe, in Paris or something. Oh, yeah. That's why he's mad at the black woman for saying that shit was trash. But um, yeah. yeah. Kanye, you guys is uh Lord and personal savior out there. Um he wore him and Candace Owens. It's funny he brought her into the loop. Was rocking that's white been lives. his that's been his sister. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, they were rocking White Lives Matter shirts, and I don't know, man. Kanye's getting desperate. He's really hoeing out for attention. I think there's gonna come a time where we don't care about him as much. And nah, I just won't because I, it has to be in 20 still- years. People still care. He's, I don't know. I didn't years, care, but he, 20 he years, we're not to gonna, talk about it. People care, bro. In 20 years, we're not going to care about Kanye. You got to remember, he's going to be like 70 and shit one day. Yeah, and then he's going to have hot interviews like when Quincy Jones was giving it up and letting us know how people were moving. Nobody <laughs> cared about that shit like that. They did. They nobody did. Cared. They cared for like the day it came out. After that, nobody cares. Exactly. That's the same thing as this. They care for a day and nobody cares. That's all the internet is most of the time. People, because of the 24-hour news cycle, because of our obsession with social media and the internet, there's always going to be trending topics that have to, you know, entertain us for a time being, but they never last. Anyways, I think it's going to come a time where we don't really care about him as much because he's going to be much older. And I just, I'm curious to see like what his tactics are going to turn into then because they're getting crazy these days. Like that's like the ultimate, I want attention, talk about me, move. Like I'm going to wear a White Lives Matter shirt, like, talk about me get mad like it's getting like it didn't work on me like when he tries to get my attention obviously it did because we're talking about it on the pod yeah so just because it's, it's giving funny. it the attention so okay well you know, his I, his trolling worked okay you can say it worked but what it i mean did. by i didn't what i mean by it didn't work on me is that like it didn't anger me or bother me you know like people are writing think pieces it's not mark, supposed to anger anybody that's where let me let me just get because why is mark lamont hill because he's things. a geek that's what i'm saying i'm about to say it i've talked about this before and you've trolled me before i know we have fun we joke with each other we're men we can handle it it doesn't hurt my feelings when jamal makes jokes about me and i hope i don't hurt his feelings either but i've but I, i've said this before 
Human beings have a weird obsession with celebrities. It's a form of mental illness. Idolatry <laughs> is for real. When you cry about someone you don't know, having something happen to them, that's mental illness. You don't know that person was wrong with you. It's real. Like, that's why you said it yourself. You said that Kanye is people's Jesus Christ. People really do feel like that. They really thought this nigga was a spiritual or political leader because he said George <laughs> Bush doesn't care about black people. Like, that's why hey, at the end of this pod, I'm going to put a Malcolm X clip about him breaking down the why, though, how come the only the black community is obsessed with celebrities being our leaders? Why do we need Jay-Z, Beyonce and LeBron telling us who to vote for? Well, what do they know? They're just entertainers. That's the thing. Kanye is a guy that prides himself into not reading. He <laughs> prides himself into not knowing things. Why do people think he's smart? Just because he's great. That's why we have to oh, look he at made him. my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, yeah. So what? That's the thing. We have to appreciate people for what they do and they are it. Hey, I love Michael Jeffrey Jordan because he was a great basketball player. I don't care about his political views. Sorry. You care about his eyes and his <sighs> I mean, yeah, because that might be medical issues. Check your liver, my brother. Come on, man. Drink more water. John Deese is not good. You think he drinks liquor a lot? Oh, he loves it, but hey, he can do that. He's lived a long life. He's a billionaire. Sure, he has a lot of spare time, but take it easy, Michael. Drink more water, alkaline. So people like Mark Lamont Hill and them, they're lost? Yes, they're very lost. They're, (laughs) They're caught up that's the thing we see a lot and shout out Jason Whitlock he talks about it about how a lot of these people are programmed to spew propaganda that a lot of them knows it's foolery and they don't talk about the real issues but hey I'm a child of immigrants I'm not a foundational black American or what's the other one um Ados, I'm not one of those. So, hey, I'm what not that qualified. Oh, yeah, African, I'm descendant. African descendant of slavery. So, I'm not qualified to say certain things because I want to say more, but I can't. Yeah, Tariq Nasheed gonna be on your ass. Well, let him because he has a right to that, and that's the thing that we also need. We need discourse. I don't have a problem of someone criticizing me. I'm a journalist. I have editors that will rip up articles I've written and reconfigure everything. And I got to say, all right, that article sucked. I got to learn how to get better. That's what everything is supposed to be like, even with media. People criticize athletes. The hope is for them to get better. It's not like, oh, we want you to disappear. Like, but, you know, everybody handles things differently. Michael Jordan would invent stuff to fuel him. Not everybody's that crazy or that sick. A lot of people are emotional and sensitive because that's what we're building in this R&B environment we have. So when people are getting, and that's another thing, like Kanye, I don't know, maybe I'm a fan of his musically. I love his career from 20, from 2003 to 2013. Yeezus is the last album he made that I love, but I'll still listen to his projects just cause. But with him, like, on Yeezus, he had merchandise with the Confederate flag. But hey, we've also seen David Banner, Lil John use the Confederate flag. Fashion people use controversy. Lil John all the time. was burning it though. If you look yeah. at the album cover. Okay, yeah. 
But didn't he have overalls in the video too? He was wearing. I think he had a belt. Well, no, Andre three thousand had the belt buckle. Oh, so who had the Confederate overalls? One of those Southern brothers. I think had. um David Banner was like running through the woods and it was kind of ripped <laughs> up. And then he had a clan. He had a Klansman uh, hood. And he like dropped the Klansman hood. Oh, I think it was. I think it was when they were talking about girls getting down on the flow too. So oh that's my like, god, that's what I'm saying. See, people, nonsense, nonsense. It's nonsense. But but that's the thing, too. Like, we've seen fashion people use racism, and they use the Black community because, you know, this is my opinion. Black people are the most powerful people, quote-unquote, culturally, when it comes to, you know, the influence of making things cool, making things relevant, and making things become trending topics. And Black people are, I don't know... See, I'm trying to be careful, but I don't care. I'm going to get in trouble. Maybe we are, hey, because I'm a black man, too. So I'm not trying to exclude myself. I'm in it. I'm a product of it because it's my generation. But I feel like we're the most sensitive people. And it's easy to rile us up. And it's easy for black people to be used as puppets to make things hot and controversial. Remember when Gucci had some monkey racist stuff and people act like they boycotted Gucci? Then they oh, wore yeah. Gucci again. I thought you were talking about the rapper. About no, I'm talking about fashion. People yeah. always troll with racism and weirdo stuff because that's what fashion is. It's to try high fashion or that luxury fashion, whatever, it's to try to get people's attention. So this is how he knows I can get attention. Why Lives Matter with Candace Owens. He knows what he's doing. So that's why I don't really pay any attention to it. You're making me, I'm, I'm missing right now, Big Big Glow. She uh, just performed after ESTG. And, nice. um, Shout out Gloria, was, I love you, girl. ESTG was uh, rapping on stage, and then Jeezy popped up in the crowd sitting next to Yo Gotti. And I noticed an, a 1017 chain right behind Jeezy, and it was Enchantus right behind oh. him, all tatted up, looking all good. So that was interesting. Shout out to you, boo. I love you too, girl. Well, enchanting. Shout out to her and her whisper flows. But it was just funny how um, Jeezy and Gotti. She's a good singer too. It's funny how Jeezy and Gotti were sitting next to each other, and Gucci's artist is right behind Jeezy. Well, she's a girl, so they're not going to do anything. And Gucci and Jeezy have resolved their issues, so it's all love. So I think this is a CMG uh, performance right now, because right as ESTG and Jeezy were on stage. The crowd, the uh, camera went straight to um, Big Glow and some girls shaking their asses, looking mm, good in varsity jackets. It. And Big, Big Glow's uh, is Gloss up there? No, nah, they're not up there. They're QC. <laughs> hey, Big Glow. Hey, hey. Now nah, she killing it though. I can't hear nothing, but her outfit tight as shit. But um, what about Kanye saying his his favorite person in the world, Bernard All Know, whatever. That, Niggas name. Uh, yeah, you said it his, right this time. Killing his best friend. Ah, uh, but hey, well, that's you, sick, right? Yeah, well, you know, he's just that's what I'm saying. He has he's <laughs> bipolar. He has mental issues. He <laughs> said this, <laughs> but that's but that's the thing too. And I'm not even trying to say that to like be funny. I'm just the truth. I know I shouldn't lie. He's said he's bipolar. He has mental issues. That's another reason why we shouldn't take what he says seriously. Who do y'all think this guy is? That's the problem. And I'm going to shout out Jason Whitlock for this. I don't agree with everything he says. I know a lot of people hate him and call him a coon. But, hey, you know what the thing is? And it's, hey, you got to realize, it's funny. The things that he highlights and he calls out, 
in normal society, we would say that's inappropriate, that's bad. But because Black culture has become hip hop culture and hip hop culture, hip-hop, hip-hop. yeah, it promotes negativity. Not everybody, but for a lot of artists, the popular artists, it promotes negativity, bad behavior, evil behavior. It's that's how it is in life. It's good or evil. A lot of that shit is evil. So talking about and I'm not acting like I'm above it because I listen to a lot of the artists and it's not like they talk about good stuff. They talk about murder. They talk about drug abuse. They talk about disrespecting. Nah, I don't think so. I think she's trying to get away from the evil. That's why she's fuck nigga free. Mm. So that's but that's way. So that's why I'm like, all right. So people are, are accepting of all that evil culture. But when someone says Black Lives Matter was a scam, which it was. The, the organization, want, yes. Yes, and they didn't want it. Yeah, that's not what slogan. Black Lives... That's not. That's what it is. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that's what it is. Because the only Black men they love are dead ones. They don't care about the straight Black men. They wanted to get rid of us. That's why the only Black men you see in Black Lives Matter they love are the dead ones that they can treat I'm as I'm just artists. saying, like, the slogan was a good slogan to yeah, say. It was cute. It was but cute. It, it was that somebody made it Sorry. Like an organization like a club. Like that's what where it ruined. Yeah, that's how it was already. They you heard about the slogan. It was already an organization. Oh okay. That's what I'm saying. Like all these things are designed, but man, I'd rather th- let's have fun, man. You trying to talk about this sad shit. Like who cares about what celebrities think? LeBron you fake read books too. You're not a. He does You're read not, books. He reads the no, first he couple pages. Nah, he don't know. He don't know what's going on, and that's nothing wrong with that. You're a genius at basketball, not at politics. I'm not a genius at politics. I'm, I'm damn sure not no genius. So I'm not gonna. So yeah, stay in your lane. <laughs> you know, yeah, they try to say stick to sports. There's nothing wrong with sticking to sports. I'm Tom a genius. Brady, Tom Tom Brady had the uh, Donald Trump hat and was low. He's never talked about it yet. You don't have to. You don't have to. It's because, hey, this is your job. Your job is to entertain people. You play a sport, bro. You're not a social leader. You niggas, a lot of y'all didn't even go to school. Kanye's first album is a college dropout. Not saying you need a college degree to be intelligent, but he brags about not wanting to learn. Why we think he's smart or important in terms of what people think, but the reason why is because the obsession with celebrities, even having statues of all these people naming stuff after people, it's all idolatry. I just can't believe people are actually mad about Kanye West wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. Like I just because they thought it actually works on them. Like this shit. Hey, you can argue he's the greatest artist of the 21st century. So he has a lot of fans. He has a lot of people who look up to him. So Drake is. is. I mean, that's your opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. And the weekend is better than him. Sure, that's your opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. So hey, let's speak about somebody else. Maybe... I was at the weekend's concert. Somebody screamed, "I love you, Abel McConan Tespe." I don't think people say that at Kanye uh, concerts. Hey, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to that young person that did that because I know <laughs> it wasn't an adult. No, nah, it wasn't a grown man that did it. Oh, fool. Yeah, and it sucked too because these two girls was like right to the left of me, and like. I'm just cool, you know what I'm saying? I'm with I'm there with my with my like lady friend. And like the girls <laughs> yeah, kept trying they kept, say, they, they kept making, say something, but I'm gonna be cool. They kept making conversation with me. And it was just they like kept just 
asking me, kept talking. I'm like, oh, I was like, this is fucking tight. Like, I'm, I'm like, front row, these two joints right here. Next, you know, uh, these two gentlemen, I don't know if they were a couple or not, um, pulled up and was like, oh, excuse me, uh, these are seats. And they were like, oh, oh, we're so sorry, sorry. And they got the fuck. And then it was, I was next to them, the ones who said, I love you, Abel McCona, Tespe. Yeah, it was a You were next man. to that brother? Yeah, I was next to that brother and his, I don't know, his partner. But, um, Congrats. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. That was cool, though. All right. Well, we can talk about your list of the top five or whatever. Who do you think are the best artists of the 21st century next week? Work on your list. 21st but, century means 2000. Uh, yes. 2000, yes, right? son. Yes. From 2000 to now? Yes. <laughs> All right. Just making sure. My days. <laughs> See, he has a college degree. He don't even know what the 21st century is, y'all. You see? So we're in the 21st 100 years of life? Yeah, basically, since since Christian said this is the new calendar, God bless. BC, since BC? Yeah, man. Shout out shout out Jesus Christ, man. Shout out that black man. Yeah, man. But sign out to another black man, and I think he's gonna make you owe me a hundred dollars soon, Lamar Jackson. You know, nah, don't don't play yourself. Whoa, did you happen to watch that game against the Buffalo Bills? Yes, I watched it. Yes, the offense struggles to score in the second half, and yes, the defense is uh, they're just like wet toilet paper. You can just poke a hole in them easily. Yes, and Lamar threw two bad interceptions, and he also overthrew Mark Andrews for a, who was wide open for a touchdown. But hey, these are the ups and downs. They're two and two. They yeah, got a long season. His stats for the game was twenty for twenty nine, one hundred forty four yards, five yards per pass, one touchdown, two interceptions. He was sacked twice had 11 carries for 73 yards. So not a good performance. Close game. Uh, Miller get him? Um, let's see. And earlier, week one, I told you, let's see. Yes, Von Miller got one sack on him. And I also told you about this young man, Gregory Russo. He went to the University of Miami. He had half a sack with Daquan Jones. Gregory Russo, this brother is 6'6". 266 in the four games they've so far the bills has played he has four sacks he's 22 he's amazing they got him last year in the 30th pick the end of the first round and i remember people were saying he has a lot of potential he's raw so this year it looks like he's gonna have a breakout season of course playing with an all-time great hall of famer like von miller can improve him because von miller's ball him he has three sacks so far this year so, yeah, shout out to the Buffalo Bills. Unfortunately, Barely Ravens, they choked another lead, but it is what it is. Hey, I'm man. looking forward to my scene, As a football team, and, like, if you're a coach, you're mad about it, but you're happy that you can fix some of these problems. The fact that they're barely losing to some of the best teams, well, the Dolphins were one of the best teams at the time, mm. and then um, to, a, to a team who everybody believes is going to go and win the Super Bowl, it's not that bad for this to happen yeah you, you have to bow down the niggas that are greater than you and there's yeah, a lot of teams three points that, are that ain't shit that ain't shit hey, it's all right. anyways they this is not bad. Off a 17 point lead this yeah, is this good is to happen this is a good mm. lesson to happen in the beginning of a season 
because you can fix these kind of issues. You can learn from these issues. Mm-hmm. And when it matters and when it really counts in the playoffs, you can handle this type of shit. So I'm not as a as a Ravens fan, I'm not really too upset. You know, yeah, you I'm shouldn't upset, be. You I'm shouldn't not. be upset. I mean, you're losing the niggas that are better than you. And when teams yeah, literally the, though, literally yeah, better. Yeah. And when the playoffs happen, everybody is gonna be better than Baltimore, and then that's where they struggle. No, nah, that's not gonna happen, but it's all good. I mean, that's why. I mean, that's I mean, why. I know your numbers in history and all no, that. No, I'm not even saying I'm just talking about Lamar Jackson. His playoff numbers compared to regular season numbers are not the same because obviously because obviously he's only been a starter for four years and that's no in the playoffs you play against the better teams so they scheme better they have more talent Peyton Manning for a few years so yeah and Peyton Manning he wasn't impressive in those two Super Bowls he (laughs) the first Super Bowl they won over the Chicago Bears he didn't ball in that Super Bowl when I think about that Super Bowl I think about the it was raining. In Miami, thing about Prince having an all-time great Don't, Super Bowl the, performance. The last quarterback that was actually impressive in Super Bowl. And I think about, I Eli. think about, I think about um, my man. Nah, Matt Stafford did well last game. Eli uh, did better Bowl. than and then Tom Brady's done in any of his Super Bowls. Uh, the best Super Bowl performance allegedly. I didn't watch it, but I think statistically, Tom Brady's best Super Bowl performance is the one he lost to the Eagles. When uh, Bill Belichick was being a stubborn brat and bench Malcolm Butler. And no, then, man. you know, yeah. So, but I think that was like statistically Tom Brady's best performance because, you know, they're playing from behind. Got to catch up. But yeah, Lamar, he's still special. But uh, eh, I'm one guy, I'm sure you heard about the guy, Jason Brown. Do you, did mm-hmm. you ever watch Last Chance You? No. Well, I didn't. I never watched it either. But supposedly he was like a head coach for a JUCO school there, and he's also coach college, different stuff, you know. So he's a guy that offensive coach. He works with quarterbacks. So he talked about uh, Lamar. He hasn't really improved his mechanics, and they've even gotten worse in certain aspects. And no, everybody already said his mechanics got better over the. I, I don't know. He's saying this nigga's the last chance. You nigga, I don't care about what he has to say. Juco. Hey man, he's a coach. He Juco knows a man. Lot. I don't want yeah. to hear about this nigga, man. But the NFL is college football now. He brought mm-hmm. up a great point. I'm gonna talk about it on the last day tomorrow. Yeah, so right. look out for that. It's gonna be called quarterbacking. That's yeah, all I'm gonna one say. loser after everybody, all the quarterbacks talk about how much better his mechanics got. Now he loses to one of the best teams. Well, you know, the, but that's the thing. There's I don't know. Tackle, no running backs, and then oh, now was this you? Mean Not, that. but that's but that's Please. the thing. ESPN, all that liberal media stuff, they can't disrespect black quarterbacks because whenever you disrespect black quarterbacks, Lie. we're Lie. in the R and B era. It's gonna get Lie. mad. Lie. Even Patrick Mahomes said it. He said, hey, "Man, it feels like we get criticized more than the white guys." <laughs> Sound like Kermit the Frog. That's what he said, and he has a white <laughs> wife. Patrick Mahomes has a white wife. This is somebody else who got a real white wife, too. I forgot. So, oh, yeah. Saquon Bar- Barkley. Good for him. But, hey, that's why. Muhammad was white. Because of how R&B people are, we can't really criticize athletes. And you already know ESPN, it's Mickey Mouse. It's Disney. They have to be R&B boys. So, I don't know. I'm not a football expert. So, I can't say. Nah, they shit on who they want. Someone's mechanics. I don't, I don't care because the same guy, Jason Brown, he shot it out uh 
Jalen Hurts for improving his mechanics. Oh, and Lord. Hey, but hey, Jalen. Hey, but, hey, but Jalen Hurts got Devontae Smith and A.J. Yes. Brown and a hey. good running back. Hey, it's hey, not, hey. hey you said, you oh, said you're a Ravens fan, so you know your team likes Bush football. You know you guys don't like swag. So Lamar Jackson is never gonna have style players with him. Oh, so, so just saying, just saying, just say all that stuff. Like, just stop saying all this extra weird. But that's what I said. I said earlier, Lamar Jackson. He's always gonna play on teams where they don't have the same amount of talent as other teams. So he's gonna have to bow down to a lot of niggas that are greater than him. I just said that a few minutes ago. They're not the greater playoff, than him. In the playoffs, yeah. But in when it comes, but that's the thing. It's a team sport. But with the Ravens, it's a one man offense. That's why he accounts for 85% of the offense. He's supposed to do everything because other than Mark Andrews, they have no special skill position players. I can't wait till so it is what it is. All y'all up win MVP and the Super Bowl. I can't wait to hear. Hey, that would be nice. If he wins the Super Bowl, that would be fun. I'll say congratulations, but yeah. I don't think it's happening. You know, yeah, you say it yourself, niggas you like don't win. So it ain't going to happen. I don't like him no more. I like Jalen Hurts now. You said you're a Ravens fan. Nope, I'm an Eagles fan now. All right, you're a bird. We know that. Speaking of bird. birds, let's talk like now. <laughs> oh, I know where you're about to go. The war. Room. <laughs> yeah. We got boots on the ground. I mean, still uh, stilettos <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Stiletto. Yeah. There's a proxy war going on. Well, I, it's proxy for sure, but it's getting more direct because. Last time was uh, Akbar V. I used to think that was blasphemy. I didn't know you could say the word Akbar like that. She, yeah, I don't think Akbar means anything like special. I, I think it was, I thought it's it's not Al Alau Akbar. I I mean it has a you're name. a Muslim. You have a Muslim name. You should know these things, brother. It just means the great. That's all. Oh, In Arabic. okay. Mm, okay. So the great V. It's not Halal. <laughs> I don't think it's Halal to say Akbar. All right. Thank you, sir. Shout out to Jamar, our Muslim, Jamar, our Muslim expert, our gang expert. Our I'm not sneaker, a Muslim, but shout out all my Islamic. Our, our sneakers expert and our gang expert. I'm not a gang expert. And our relationship expert. I'm definitely not a relationship expert. Ah, uh, now nah, the people said they enjoyed your advice last week, man. But, uh, yeah, you know, so yesterday JT and Cardi B got in a war of words. I don't know what exactly started it, but then they threw shots on the internet, you know, for our entertainment. Uh, Cardi B mentioned how JT, as a city girl, has limited success. They don't do any numbers. And JT said, I don't care about that. I used to be on the road trapping. JT doesn't there. have her own Wikipedia. <laughs> city nah. girls together uh nah chill come on man i just wanted to see what jt stood for and it took me city girls it stands for her name jatavia man yeah i didn't know that yeah shout out to them shout out to them but yeah they're not as successful as cardi b a lot of people aren't wikipedia is a this is a tool that people don't really use anymore in a certain aspect especially when it comes to black entertainment because growing up in the last 10 years I used to, when I would do research about artists, I would go on Wikipedia and learn a lot. Now you can't do that. I'll look up, oh, when is this album coming? Let me see the track list and the, you know, different things. And no, no Wikipedia page. But anywho, JT brought up how, you know, 
Cardi B tried to link up with their writers or something. And then JT said, hold on, I write my own raps. And then they brought up how Yachty wrote, what's their song? Give a fuck about a nigga. Yeah. And then JT said, I wrote my verse. Yeah. Meaning, yeah, he didn't write her verse. So, but the song that the part that made it pop was Little Yachty. But yeah, luckily, Jason Lee, uh, Hip Hop Unlocked, he said they were able to resolve their issues. How did you feel about it? Did you feel like um, this back and forth, was it necessary? No, I wish that they would all turn on Nikki and work together. Mm. I would be very happy if Cardi and JT just dropped a Lucy. Nikki wouldn't know what to do. She wouldn't know who else to go grab. I'm mad that JT and them are allowing themselves to be one of Nikki's underlings. Yeah, well, they need help. <laughs> That's what's going on. They literally need help. Go to we Cardi talk- for help. Hey, well, aren't they all QC? Well, not Cardi, but no, Cardi has QC connections. So does the City Girls. They're with QC. Go to Cardi. They can't anymore. Remember, her husband yeah, left the label. Oh yeah, dang. So that's why you can't work with it. So they had to go to the big dog. And then one young lady made a statement and her name is Skirt on Tia. She said they target they said she targeting everybody on the Queen Big on the Queen mix. I guess of Nikki's song and Malibu saddle up, baby. You next. And Malibu Mitch said, not saddle up. Imagine me being the retired gangster I am saying, oh, no, someone talked about me. Now I have to go lay down a hot 16. Or, oh, no, I was mentioned today. Let me go to tweet my responses. Laughing my ass off. Nah, nigga. Now one of us got to die. Y'all know I'm from the Bronx, right? This is a woman saying this? Yeah, Malibu Mitch. Hmm. What is she, she is doing? also one of uh, Nikki's pawns. Who Nikki hasn't done a song with yet? Nah, she did. She put her on the Queen mix. That same Queen mix that JT, Akbar V, Katie got bands and uh whoever. Does Malibu Mitch do, was on? Does Malibu Mitch do Bronx drill? I don't know. I've heard of her before, but never because really. Cardi's cooler than Nikki for getting on a drill song. Well, Nikki did get on a drill song. She rapped with Fabio on the joint. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it came out this year, I think. Mm, wasn't better than um shake it shake it but how can you say if you never heard it maybe you would like i heard the shake it in in public before never yeah heard but but you never heard the nikki i mean you're a yeah, DJ I never heard it in public doesn't research man people don't get sturdy to the fabio one well i heard getting sturdy is masculine vogan and that shit had me dying because hmm, it does look it similar is. it is yeah it is it's masculine it's masculine vogan that's exactly what it is and who said that the tw- internet yeah, someone on Twitter, but they were Damn. right. It <laughs> it's also kind of like that the Russian dance that they do where they kick their legs up and they get real low and they kick that, their legs out. I think that's their twerking. They nah. be getting low. Yeah, they be getting real low. They get their ego on. <laughs> yeah, I think that's they twerk. <laughs> you know, you know, tomorrow right where they fold their yeah, arms. Yeah, they be getting low. That that's what a sturdy reminds me of. I didn't think of the Vogue part. That's crazy. Masculine voguing. Yeah, man. <laughs> How do you feel about this war report? Are you does it is it exciting for you? Oh, it's interesting because rap supposedly at its essence is about competition. And sure, 
all these ladies can thrive and have productive careers, but there can only be one queen. Just like in rap, there can only be one king. And the ego of that is why a lot of things fall apart in society is that everybody wants to be a boss. Everybody wants to be the man or the woman or however you identify the they, but there can only be one top dog. Just like we see in debates with sports about, oh, who's the goat in this sport, that sport? There can only be one. So Nicki Minaj has been doing her thing for a decade plus. She was named the queen rightfully so. But hey, Cardi B came in. She became the queen. She has an album, Invasion of Privacy, that a lot of people feel like it's a classic. It won Best Rap Album at the Grammy. She did a lot of historic numbers. It probably is the best female rap album of the last, maybe of the 21st century. Hmm? Yeah. It's like... What album? Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B's album. What Nicki Minaj album is better than that? Mm, I don't know. Exactly. I don't think there has been. Prince not better? Somebody's on stage looking good. I don't even know who this person is. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, it's a lot dang. of good looking women at this award show. This was hey. Thanks mm-hmm. for letting us know her name. Yeah, I mean, it didn't pop up. I, mean, I have it on mute, but she looked good as a mug. All right. You but said yeah, what Nikki album? The Pink Print? Yeah, what about that one? Nah, that was the one you were cranking, but nah, I don't think that had the same amount of bangers. Not the one with Eminem on it? Nah, I think that's her first album when she was acting like that white man. Roman Polanski? Yeah. Dang, he's Pilans- a pedophile. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nah, I think he's a murderer. Oh. <laughs> he's a pedophile, too. Maybe, maybe. Let's see. Roman Polanski. I hope not because this is up, says Roman Polanski's sexual abuse case. (laughs) Arrested and charged in Los Angeles with six offenses against Samantha. Oh, 13 year old. Oh, no. Unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor, rape by use of drugs, perversion, sodomy, elude and how do you say this word? Let's. I don't know how to pronounce that. Oh, I left. I left it once. Uh, I it's L A S C I V I O U S. Lashivis. <laughs> yeah, let's call it that. You know, it's L A S C I V I O U S. I don't know how to say that. Whoa. You know how to say that? A S C. Say it again. L A S C I V I O U S. Laviciousness. Oh, lavicious. Lavicious. Mm-hmm. Never heard of that before. Oh, lascivious. Lascivious. Yeah. Then you don't yeah. know either. Whoa. Yeah, I was lost. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say Lavernius, like Lavernius Coles. I was about that? to say Latavius, like Latavius Murray. Whoa, yeah. Shout out football, man. <laughs> Lavernius Coles. Yeah. Leviticus. Filled with sexual desire. So why? Well, hey, that's another story. We need to bring that one back. Hold on. How do you say it again? Lascivious? Lascivious. Lascivious. Yeah. Oh, it is lascivious. Why they got that C in there for? That shit's stupid. Oh, it's like scene scent. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I get it now. Stupid ass English language. So yeah, I mean, but hey, we can't criticize her for naming herself after that nasty guy when there's rappers that name themselves after murderers and criminals, right? I'm mm-hmm. sure they did nasty stuff too. Yeah, and um <laughs> People 
Then himself. Well, I don't think uh, Liberace did anything wrong. Well, yeah, he was just a gay pianist, man. That's he had a lot of swag though. It was like, very yeah, flat. he did. He had that nigga wore a lot of sequins and stuff. He was like a dressed like a disco ball. He was before uh, uh, Elton John. I think they overlapped. I think Liberace is older. Hmm. Yeah, he's older. He was born in 1919, man. Looking like I'm Liberace. Yeah, he was flavorful. He had sauce. Dang, Dre knows he dressed like him before. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Dre knows it. When he was a sheep thing. Child prodigy born in Wisconsin. Oh, I thought this nigga was from another country. <laughs> you didn't know he's a Midwest boy that eats cheese? Nah, he is Italian, obviously, though. What do you mean, obviously? Liberace, like Rachi. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people. Oh, Pusha T's up there doing his bop. You know how he looks when he raps on stage? He does that little, he has that little bop about him. Whoa, nah, he's not that uh, memorable for me to remember that about him. Uh, I, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just saying like like I, Kanye with the hand out or 50s rap hands those are memorable to me i don't know push your teeth i do like if there was like a rap performance karaoke i would be able to copy push your teeth very easily he, and right. definitely 50 cent you know he does the the up chop up and down of course chop. that's what i'm saying in yeah. the left and right chop up, he has down, the chop, real rap hands up, up, up. and i know and then kanye with the hand out and then put the boo boo bam bam isn't drake still there for a little yeah bit? of course because i have an issue yeah he mm. started having the hand out yeah, Drake was doing the hand. Yeah. Drake it's kind of like how Michael Jordan uh used to do the fist bump when he made game winning shots and then Tiger Woods stole. And, then and Kobe, Kobe started doing it. Yeah, his kids, you know. Drake fans are probably saying Drake doesn't have to perform at the Hip Hop Awards show. Yeah, he's bigger than that. But I salute him because Drake, that's why I, I used to hate on Drake, but then I had to become a friend of his. I'm I'm not a fan of Drake. I did buy his album this year. I wouldn't call myself a fan, but I respect him. He's a legend, and he's about to perform at the Apollo, see, because that's music history. So people can say he wouldn't perform at the Hip Hop Awards, but he's about to do the Apollo in November. Oh. That's Yeah, that's 1,100 people, I think, max, 1,200. So he's doing it for the art, man. He knows that's music history. That's heritage right there. So I respect Drake for being an artist. And wanting to perform at the Apollo because he's a megastar. He doesn't have to do that. Michael Jackson and James Brown perform there. Yeah, James Brown's best album, Live at the Apollo's over there. Masterpiece. Check that out if you're into real music. Okay, No Malice pulled up too. Oh, that's what's up. Looks like they're doing grinding because the crowd seems very excited. <laughs> that's all they could do to make people hype? Nah, they could do Mr. Me Too. Okay. And if they, well, I don't know. If black people like this song that much. But they can do um top, down, chrome spinning. That's my um, shit. Word. Grinding. Yeah, man. The clips just did their thing. Uh Malice, you know, was looking a little, you know, out of breath, kinda. But you know, he hasn't done this in a while. So but um He's done shows. Yeah, he, but it just seemed like Pusha looked different than him. Well, like, you know. Pusha. He's younger, so. But the crowd was excited. They knew every word, and that was pretty cool to see. Where is that awards show at? I'm just going to guess Atlanta. Okay. Because I don't think they're going to do it in L.A. Because, you know, L.A., they like to 
rob everybody and kill them and shit. Well, that's never changed. That's never stopped people from having award shows in Cali. I think it did for a little while. Yeah, well, I've, and uh, it also slowed down their hip hop presence after Tupac and Biggie. We didn't get nobody into a game. Then we had to wait for Kendrick and Nipsey. They had to wait till the 2010s to come back. They were out of there, so they better chill out before it happens again. <laughs> That's what happened. I don't know. Well, this week has been my favorite week in music releases in 2022. A lot of dope music came out. And I'm going to start with, I've mentioned it before. I've actually thought it was supposed to come out on September 23rd, but it came out on the 30th. That's Freddie Gibbs, Soul Sold Separately. That brother's been rapping for over 10 years, and this is his debut album as a solo artist. Well, maybe 20 years. What's his first official project? When did that come out? His first project came out 2004. So yeah, 18 years. It's shit. It's October, 19 years, basically. So yeah, you could say 20 years. Why not round it up? Chipotle has also been out for 20 years, too. Good for them. I think Chipotle is better than Freddie Gibbs. Well, they're more popular. They make more money. So why not? You could say that. It's all about numbers, right? <laughs> so, yeah, Freddie Gibbs, this album, solid, real smooth. He switches up his flows. Um, Offset honored his flow with uh, Freddie. I don't think he wanted to do the quote-unquote Migos flow. I think he wanted to show he's evolving on the track three, Pain and Strife. That track is smooth. Offset talks about buying himself out the label, you know, trying to boss himself up. Um, the intro, Kelly Price, uh, legendary voice. This is out. Yeah, she does her thing. Freddie tries to sing with her, get his duet on at the end. It was funny. The skits are dope on this too. He has uh, the homie that plays Black Jesus being his Black Jesus character. He has the roast master, Jeffrey Ross. He has, uh, what's the what's the the big podcast nigga, Rogan is there. A few people none doing- is, None of that is gangster to me. Yeah, it's not supposed to be gangster. It's music is supposed to be entertainment and funny. Mm-hmm. Old school me, old school hip hop when it was fun. Not from the streets. Blackest in the room, Alchemist on the beat, fire track. And if you guys listen to the album, you'll notice that beat serves as the bed for the skits um what else songs oh zipper bags with the pimp c sample katronada on the beat katronada mm. you, you should do more hip-hop hip-hop beats hip-hop, you, hip-hop. And, you and freddie always make magic together but this might be the best song y'all ever did that joint's fire uh too much with money bag yo that was a single that's a cool track lobster omelet with rick ross do you remember anything money bag yo fire I don't remember anything anybody said on this. Okay. You know I me, mean? I, I, it's hard for me to remember words like that. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy writing my own. Mm-hmm. Feel No Pain with Anderson, Pac, and Raekwon. Fire. What else? Oh, yeah, Space Rabbit. There's a video out. Pretty cool video. Boy Wonder on the beat, you know. Mm. A- and Jahan Sweet. Yeah, this is one of the best produced albums of the year. Uh, oh, yeah, this joint's fire. Yeah, this is why I... No, this was this is a smooth gangsta album. Uh, the song PYS 
featuring DJ Paul, produced by DJ Paul. It's funny because DJ Paul, if you guys know the dynamic of DJ Paul and Juicy J's as them being one of the greatest production duos we've ever had, DJ Paul was known as the up-tempo crunk style. I have. And then, yeah, the triplets. And then Juicy was known as the brother that had the smooth samples, the layback player shit. Mm -hmm. So on this one, DJ Paul, you could tell he was like, I'm going to give him something Juicy would do. Because the last high profile beat DJ Paul did was for for Drake and Jay-Z. That beat was whack. And it made the worst song that Drake and Jay-Z has had. And he was yelling his ad lib all over the song, DJ Paul. But hey, it's not his fault. They picked the beat. And I'm sure they always have lyrical songs. So they wanted to have a up-tempo club banger, but that flopped. But this song is real play, real smooth. DJ Paul has a dope verse on it. Uh, Dark Hearted, that's a recent single, James Blake on the beat. Hey, these alternative niggas be making dope beats for Freddie Gibbs. Oh, yeah, Gold Rings, one of the standouts, Pusha T. You spoke of him earlier. He has a phenomenal verse on this. He says that he doesn't believe any of these rappers, cocaine tales, except Freddie. But, hey, people say that they don't believe your cocaine tales, so it is what it is. Is this album better than Pusha T's album? Mm-hmm. Well, uh... <laughs> it's close, but I like Pusha T more. Because, hey, I'm a Pusha T guy since 2002. But uh, this album is very good. Grandma Stowe with uh, Music Soul Child, Fire. CIA with Mad Leap on the beat, Fire. The bonus track, Decoded, DJ Dahi. If you're a real music boy, real West Coast fan, you know DJ Dahi. He's produced for Kendrick, Dom Kennedy, Call Everybody. He has a sick beat on the outro, Scarface on it, Fire. This beat, this album is dope. This might be between this and another guy. I'm gonna say, I don't know which one was the best album yet, but hey, best. Nah, he didn't put out a project this week. You listen. Oh, this week. The next person, Rome Streets, signed to Griselda, born in London, mom Jamaican, moved back and forth between London and America. Does he have a British accent? No, he does not. He lived mostly in Queens and Brooklyn. And his album, Kiss the Ring, executive produced by West Side Gun. This is the first time I ever listened to a Rome Streets project. But once I heard it was executive produced by West Side Gun, I knew I had to tap in. That's why sometimes having someone alley-oop you into the game is important. Because I've seen his name, Rome Streets, for years, but I never clicked it. But once West Side Gun signed in, I said, I'm going to give him a chance because if West Side Gun thinks he's nice, he has to be good. And this album was dope. I was kicking it with Osei today. We made a few moves. Shout out Osei. I played this album and a few other albums. And he said this was one of the standouts, along with a G Perico joint we listened to. But he said this was G. one Perico of the album. Yeah, it came out a few months ago. L.A. Summers, too. I don't know you still listen to him. I listen to a lot of things. You don't know everything about me, and you're not supposed to. That's life. I could have sworn you gave up on him and talked about him bad. Nah, I listen to everybody. I'm not a hater. But Mm. let me tell you something. This project, Conductor Williams, he produced about six or seven joints on it. Fire. 
um, Camouflage Monk, Fire, all basically everybody in Griselda's on this project except Matt Conley. Conway's there, has does his thing. Stove. Danny is there, Stove God is there, Baldy James, and the beautiful Armani Caesar. I love you, girl. She's definitely beautiful. Yeah, Green Lantern on the beat. That joint's fire. I actually played that song for a girl and she liked it. You gotta it say Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. That's for you, you New Yorkers. Go ahead. Uh, Non-factor West Side Gun, fire. Uh, Cry Champagne. One thing I like about Rome Streets is that he knows how to write choruses. He makes good choruses. Like the chorus on Destiny Child is fire. Tyson Beckford. Um, what else? Ugly Balenciagas. Wait a minute. Um, what is this song Tyson Beckford about? Being flexing on hoes like Tyson Beckford. <laughs> and, I like, and I like Cry Champagne. That sounds cool. Long story short, shout out to old school people that used to make story songs. That's a good story song. Alchemist on the beat. Uh, yeah, this project is good. If you like good rapping, lyricism, cocaine raps, listen to Rome Street. Are they 40 plus bars? It's the ring. What if, What does that mean, son? <laughs> Why you got a son me? I don't know what I don't know what you're implying. I'm just asking, are they 40 plus bars like what Funk Flex said about Conway the machine? I don't uh nah. Well, you know, I like uh Conway is good, but I don't really like him as much as the other Griselda rappers. So nah, I don't think so. Okay. I was just wondering. Uh the next is Freddie Gibbs 40 plus bars? I don't think so. What does that mean? Does he mean like you rap like you're over 40 years old? I think it means you rap like you're over 40 years old and your fans are probably over 40 years old. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Then, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, a lot of these brothers, they fans, I would say 30 plus, like me. I know people that like these guys that are my age. So I would say more so 30 plus. Yeah, you know, the 40 plus, they're like the 40 year olds. Yeah, but like, they're haters. They might not even like it. Yeah, but like for Conway, maybe Conway, Benny, they have a lot of 40 plus. I think the West Side Gun, Freddie Gibbs, they're more 30 plus. Like Stove God Cooks, 30 plus, I would say. Yeah, true. Uh, the next one I want to highlight is Draco the Ruler, Keep the Truth Alive. 18 tracks, 38 minutes. They used a lot of Draco's classic videos and, you know, IG lives and those things as skits in between tracks. Very nice. Um it's typical Draco, man. The best shit talker that arguably ever was in rap, man. Nobody knew how to disrespect niggas better than Draco, man. And his lingo, of course, he was continuing to improve. Uh, the feature, the only feature on this album is his brother. Uh, Ralphie's on two tracks. But yeah, this album is a quick listen. It's funny. It's witty. Wordplay, phenomenal. Does he Listen-y. have like that... Uh- nervous sound that kind of dark of course that doesn't go away yeah that doesn't go away uh i saw a tweet that said he had like over 400 unreleased songs so we're never gonna run out of draco so that's cool and i do like that i was even thinking like all right if they're 400 if you put 20 songs on it then shit you can get like maybe 20 projects out of it that's not bad at all so this project like i said 18 tracks but 38 minutes a quick listen real smooth you can enjoy it. I'm and, bumping that shit. And the last brother I want to highlight is my man from Detroit, Baby Smooth. Oh, he put out, he put out, to ego. He put out a sequel to one of his 
his famous mixtapes, I'm Still Serious. Two, it's a sequel. Uh, it's a series he's been doing since like 2018 was Why So Serious and I'm Still Serious. And then I'm Still Serious too because he can do what he wants. It dropped on Sunday. And that was core actually yesterday. Yeah, it dropped yesterday because I listened to it last night and was enjoying myself. But this album is fire. He didn't drop anything last year because he was fighting a case. He said he beat it on a project, so I'm happy. He also threw shots at Lucky and said, you try to whisper like me and try to swag like me because, you know, you're not a real street nigga with sauce, so you got to emulate the streets. So, yeah, I like that, Uh, you know, little wordplay. Nothing so wrong with the little be, words back uh, and forth. To be a typical human being and compare, was his album better than Lucky's? Uh, I like it more than Lucky. I do like a Dang. few more tracks. I do. Are you more of a Baby Smooth fan or a Lucky fan? Uh, I probably like Lucky more because I have not bought a Baby Smooth project yet. I will eventually, but I bought Free Wave 3 for Lucky, so I got to say, that gives Lucky the advantage, but I like this project more. The mm. intro, Lethal Weapon, Fire. Shout out Jalen Parker. Oh, never mind. That's him. See, I be noticing. That's why I pay attention to credits. These brothers, they be hiding producers sometimes. When the beat's too fire, they won't put the producer's name. So on the intro, he didn't put the producer's name. But on every other song, like Michigan Meech is on the project, FTO Melly, OK Jones, Energy made this beat. Yeah, but now he didn't let us know the intro. Uh, Chase the Money made a beat, Miss Me, that joint goes. Animal Control goes. Uh, Ghetto Rich Boy goes. Embarrassing, Fire, Hustler Music. Yeah, this think, franchise do forever. Energy, do you think Energy's better than Hell of a? No, hell no. I kind of wish Baby Smooth would rap on more Hell of a beats. He likes Energy because I can see him liking the dichotomy of those high tempo beats with his laid back style. But nah, I hell of as a legend, bro. He has way more sauce. So can you but, name a third uh, Michigan producer or is it just those two? What about Rokane? Oh, yeah. yeah you are not. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's I, a legend. Dan, you know about Rokane? Yeah, I listen to Detroit rap. Yeah, you. I remember, remember, you didn't remember when he was a rapper. Yeah, exactly. I only knew him as a producer. Yeah, like he was a rapper. He was with Gordon. Yeah. And then I just noticed he started making these crazy ass beats for um everybody. Yeah. Nezzo and Bang Gang Lonnie. Yeah, it's dope how he switched to a producer. He's a dope producer. Yep. And I like uh Come On P. Come On P is another one that's nice. Word. Yeah. But yeah, because I was listening to a lot of whisper rappers, I had to think about who are my top five whisper rappers? So I had to break it down. Number five, rest in peace, Gunu. <laughs> Number four, V's. Number three, Lucky. Number two, Baby Smooth. Number one, Draco. Do you think V's is a whisper rapper? I think he's more of a rapper, voice rapper. <laughs> that boy be talking. Whoa. What, do you think, uh, what about Keek the Sneak? Oh, well, yeah, see. Because I don't listen to him, I forgot. But hell yeah, he's a whisper king. Oh my god, <laughs> what's that song? What's that song he has with uh Prodigy? E40? No, the uh, song he has with E40, he had muscle cars. Oh my god, you know, I lived in Washington, Washington, 
they play West Coast music. They love the West Coast because it is technically the West Coast, but you know, the Northwest. Anywho, there would be people in, you know, Olympia, Spokane. They would bump Kick This Sneak. They would bump because they like the Bay Area artists too, but like the LA artists that I would notice that had the most bump with Oath was 03 Greedo. But oh my God, have you ever heard Muscle Cars by E40? Mm-mm. Turf talking, kick the sneak. Oh my God, kick the sneak comes in low. Nah, he was wilding on the song he had with Prodigy, and that was that was a weird, <laughs> weird connection. Shout out Prodigy, man. He was always with the streets. He wasn't a hater. He connected with everybody. He has a song that came out recently. DJ Premiere was on the beat. Good song. But yeah, man, this weekend was good. Uh, Kid Cudi for music. Kid Cudi and YG drop, but I'm not listening to those boys. Uh, so out of all the so- the albums that came out over the weekend, Freddy's was the best. Yeah, it's a toss up between Freddy and Rome Streets. Okay, and it was lucky. It was uh, Baby Smooth's album better than Draco's. Nah, Draco A is wordplay too. I'm bumping that Draco shit tomorrow. I'm gonna bump Freddie. I'm gonna try to, to check out Rome Streets. You didn't man. listen to nothing, huh? This nah, weekend. I didn't listen to none of that. Nah, I should have listened to the ruler though. What do you? Can you break down your uh your formula to finding music? Because I know I'm not talking about them because you know they don't make party music anyways. But break down your process. Like, how often do you look up music? Is it normally around the time you're about to do a show or you know go to an event or do you do it weekly or how do you do it i used to do it weekly um rap is you know where i'm at with rap it kind of i don't know sucks to me these days so i don't really look for shit as much as you I need to look for stuff it doesn't suck it's just the mainstream is whack that's all yeah that's what i mean but um, i just named four good projects by quote-unquote underground artists and freddie gibbs is signed to a major label he has been nominated for a grammy but we know he's not still i heard lucky and yeet's album new newest albums i didn't listen to all of yeet's newest album yeah i listened to lucky that joint was solid but too many tracks if it was like 15 instead of 24 then yeah you got something special but you know that's the problem with a lot of these projects it's too long Speaking of long projects, um, Little Baby said his album is coming out next week, I believe. And no it's deluxe. Gonna be, yeah, 23 songs, though. Still Who's the king of, of rap? Who's the king of rap right now? Uh, <laughs> Future. Mm. All right, besides him. Because the only reason why I say that is because Kendrick made a phenomenal album, but he's not trying to compete. He's doing other things. He's trying to heal people. And Drake made a dance album, so he didn't compete in rap this year. So the only one that, like, competing about who's the hottest, who has the biggest songs, who's making the focus stuff, who's having the hard features, it's Future. So Future has the best rap album this year to you? I didn't say he has the best rap album. I said he's the rapper of the year. I would say the best rap album is Pusha T. Hmm. Even, eh, well... Let the yeah, smokers shine the coops. Yeah, like I don't like the song with uh Don Tolliver and Uzi. I like it. Yeah, I don't like it that much. It's tolerable. Um, because I like Pusha T's verse. The song with 
Cuddy and Ye. It's and I like Ye's Zordon flow, Pusha T's verse. Like that's the thing. Pusha T has rapped the best this year for me. Out of all the rappers, he's rapped the best. He's continuing to improve, even coming up with a new ad lib. Twenty years in, that's crazy. Especially What's the new ad lib, the laugh. Yeah, that shit is next. <laughs> yeah, that shit is fire. <laughs> it's crazy that Pharrell told him, "I'm gonna make you a super villain even more," and put and Pharrell knows because he believes in character development for the artist he works in. Like, yo, yeah, you need a new ad lib. You need something new flavored. And he did. Hey, that album is fire. But yeah, I'd say rap album of the year. Push it, T. It's almost dry. Rapper of the year, future. That's what now, I would say. I have a, I have a, another question. I need to ask you, Peanut Head. Um, what? <laughs> you res- respect your elders, punk. <laughs> Do you think that Rome Streets has more uh, swag than um, Rock Marciano and Jay Worthy? <laughs> Whoa, he has a lot of flavor, but those guys are dangerous. Those they're pimps. You know, you can't out swag a pimp. Oh, okay, true. But Rome Streets, he has sauce. He reminds me of AZ. He's a oh. fly gangster that talks real smooth. He talks too cool. That's why I could tell West Side Gun said, I need this brother because he has a lot of sauce. And you, I like I told you, when I was with Osei, I played a lot of music today. I played Stove God Cooks. I played Blue Bluck's Clan. I played G Perico. And you still be I, bumping Blue Bluck? Blue Bluck? Yeah. Yeah, I played Draco. I played a lot of music, and I asked Osei when we came back from the play, I said, yo, what project stood out to you? And he said, Rome Streets and G Perico. Saying, you know, Osei isn't even really big into Griselda, but he liked that project. So that lets you know Osei isn't really into it, but he even respected it. I didn't realize how much of a Westy nigga Osei is. What do you mean? He's pretty Westy. Why? He because he likes Larry a lot, and he liked the G Perico joint. Yeah, but he likes because this the same wavelength. He used to like Nipsey. He likes Blue Bloods playing too. Mm. He likes uh, and that's what I'm saying. He likes the boy a lot. Of, I don't know. People like good music. Like when I came in, the algorithm was playing Dom Kennedy and the boy. I was like, whoa, they know I'm here. <laughs> but the algorithm was based on him playing Larry June and G Perico. So they say, hey, you like that? We're going to give you other stuff. Like Osei uses YouTube music, but their algorithm is pretty good. So when you play artists, they'll give you that wavelength. So that's how he gets on the other guys. But yeah, man, this weekend music was great. When people say music sucks, they don't want to do research. And that's okay. The older you get, the less you want to work hard to be cool and be hip. That's but no, I'm excited to listen to um, Rome Streets. I'm definitely excited to listen to Draco. Um, you made Freddie's album sound pretty tight. And um, I'm going to listen to Baby Smooth since I listen to Lucky. I'm going to check, check. I'm I'm check out G Perico a little bit. Is he West Coast riding on it? Of course. Um, Shout out to the Enterprise boys, man. And I didn't listen to the boys joint yet, so I'm going to listen to that too. I'm that, sh- that joint is hard. I haven't been lit. Normally, there's been a time when I was listening to a lot of podcasts and I wasn't listening to as much music. Now, the only podcast I check out, I make sure to listen to is Jason Whitlock. <laughs> and I'll, I'll listen to him when I see he has interesting topics. He is but pretty yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, I like but I, I love, I love the music is banging right now. Scissors about to drop. 
You know, Thames is still looking sexy as ever. You know, it's a great time in music, man. What about Justine Skye? How do you feel about her? Oh, man, I love you, girl. I'm going to marry you. I want to be with you. <laughs> no, I'm going to find dude. you. Oh, all right now. Respectfully. Uh, like, sounds Whoa. like that movie with the white man that be looking for people. Who is that? Liam, Je- Liam Neeson, whatever. Oh, I thought you was talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. That fu- he find people too. Uh, I mean, he wasn't really looking. He just went to bars and just. That's tricked. looking. He just tricked off. And see, and that's another thing. See, because of Jeffrey Dahmer becoming a star. See, we make anybody celebrities, even evil murder. They didn't make him a celebrity. I watched all ten episodes. They didn't make him no celebrity. Hey. They just documenting. People are mad about like you guys are. Uh, glorifying and all uh, niggas talking all this stupid shit. Hey, if you're if you watch a Jeffrey Dahmer, just stay away from me. Like, shut your bitch. I'm not saying up. that. I'm just saying. I, yeah, I know. I'm just saying that them, is like, that's no, but that's the culture of America. We make everybody. Yeah, hey I'm man, not, that shit really I'm, happened, nigga. That's yeah, why. it did. Yeah, it did. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a lot of things that people can document too. But there's a reason why these liberal people are only putting certain things. Like Will Smith is about to do another slave movie. It looks like Abraham Lincoln in blackface. So that's the thing. But that's what my point is. The entertainment industry only gives us fuckery. They only want to give us trauma porn. That's it. They don't want us to have fun. They don't want us to smile. They don't want us to see cool stuff. So you want a new Mr. Rogers to come out because they used to give us people like Mr. Rogers. Yeah, we need that. We need positive people for children to watch instead of them always. I remember that song. I remember. See, that's the thing. I'm old school. And before we go, man, see, you about to make me go back. Wait, do you respect I remember Mr. when entertainment, yes, I remember when entertainment was so good that people could write great TV shows where nobody said words, like Tom and Jerry, the old cartoons. Those cartoons, the dialogue, the music, the entertainment was so gravitating, the characters didn't have to say words. Charlie Chaplin didn't have to say words. His movies are entertaining, classic. The reason why things have gotten worse is because the writers are worse. That's why all they can do is sequels and based on a true story type joints. There's not enough creativity. Everybody's whack. Like, think about it. Nah, be, be serious. Jamal, when you was a kid watching Tom and Jerry, were you not entertained? I was very entertained. And they said nothing. There was no words. Think about Sometimes that. Tom would say stuff when he would get yeah. cooked. Yeah, but it would be like, oh, like, you know, or he would say, don't you believe it? Like, yeah. when he was real cooked is when he, yeah, was that was like, yeah, but they didn't talk, bro. But that's the thing. Now, the cartoons the kids watch, they have to talk, and then they're gonna make some propaganda. They gotta make one of them gay, they gotta do this, they gotta do that. Don't say that, hey, man. Yeah, don't, yeah, see, that's another story for another day, man. Propaganda, we gotta get out of it. Propaganda, and I thought you liked propaganda. Yeah, but I'm saying we got to get out of certain propaganda. But yeah, I am propaganda, and don't forget it. Peanut. But now I'm pushing. But now, hey, why are you hating on my head top? Because <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's weird. Why does that slow you up? <laughs> because I a girl used to call me peanut. I don't like that. <laughs> peanut. I said peanut head. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> why are you hating on my head top? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Before, before we go, let's talk about more propaganda, man. Uh, the baby and Tory Lanes. Oh, yeah. Alleged you mean, former you lovers mean, of yeah, Meg the, the Stallion. 
Yeah, both former lovers. Black legend of Meg the Stallion. Yeah, they said they blackballed. Shout out Russ Vitale, the one of the best white men in rap music. He said that technically you can't get blackballed as long as you have fans and you have outlets to inform your fans when you're able to release music. Sure, having the media push and being on playlists would help with the promotion, but you can still promote your music as long as you have social media and avenues to connect to people. So technically nobody is blackballed. Do you agree with that? Um, yeah, because what you just said, all this good music coming out, that's not, you can get blackballed in my opinion in the mainstream. I feel like if you're not mainstream and like he said, you have a real fan base, you can't get blackballed because somebody like Joe Budden should have been blackballed a million times ago and he still has a successful podcast. Yeah. Um, of course, this is not really music, but I mean, it don't count because he's white and of a certain culture and whiteness. But people like Howard Stern, people try to get him out of there a lot. And he ain't <laughs> never, and he's still around. But no, nah, I don't really think you can get blackballed if you like if you have a real fan base, like what Russ said. I agree with that. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah. I feel like Lil yeah. Mama got blackballed. Oh. Well, yeah, you know, allegedly Jay-Z is famous for blackballing people, so. Dang, that's fucked up. She really yeah. the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's messed up. Why would you blackball a girl? That's weirdo behavior if you did that. I think people from New York don't care about that kind of stuff. Yeah, because, you know, the head of his company also, too, is a alleged former federal informant. And they he was saying the streets were done if the people, if the ghetto didn't kill George Zimmerman. But your company is ran by a snitch. I thought that wasn't cool, but I'm not a gangster. But yeah, man, morals are weird. People are weird. I've heard about other big artists trying to blackball people like Drake doing industry tricks to people, Nicki Minaj. I guess it's common for petty people to use their power for negativity. I'm <laughs> sure people try to blackball 50 Cent oh, because, yeah. of, because of how to rob and then murder Inc. and all that. People try to blackball people all the time. Gucci talked about how he tried to get, how he felt like Def Jam and them were trying to blackball him and mess him up when he didn't want to give them so icy. So, and Gucci, that's the thing. Like Russ said, if you continue to make great music and you build it and your fan base is going to build because great music is undeniable. Jamal and I are from different ways of the world, but hey, we actually grew up around each other, but still. We came from different backgrounds, but we have a lot in common with music. But then there's some things we don't like in music, but we like we have more in common with music than not. So, hey, if there's things that can gravitate towards people, it will, it's undeniable. You used to show me uh, Little B. I was like, this thing is trash. And then eventually I like hey, it. Hey, stop putting Little B on me. God That's damn. your big brother. That's okay. You you showed me Waka Flocka. I said this shit was trash. I ended up respecting. I it. showed you Gucci too. Nah, oh, you no, didn't. No, no, no. Yeah, I did. You well, showed me. You showed me. Uh, I was Kid early Cuddy. On I was early on you Gucci. Showed, you showed me Kid Cudi. Yeah, you were early on Gucci for the Woodbridge people. Uh, you showed me Kid Cudi, and I thought he was trash, and I ended up fooling with him. So, yeah, there's times when hey, someone can grow on you. So. With them, little baby, or I said little baby, the baby, 
maybe he hasn't grown enough as an artist that he can't overcome the industry tricks because there is definitely industry tricks you know once again rock nation jay-z they press buttons they bother people they tried to make uzi leave his label dj drama was mad <laughs> and said no they try to get meg the stallion off her label they do industry tricks so I know they're pressing buttons on uh, Tory Lanez. And then with Tory Lanez, he left Interscope. You left the major label machine and you thought you was going to do something? Oh, but maybe he could have, but hey, he got in that incident. We'll see what happens. He said he's facing 24 years. That's why I want to pay attention to Meek Mill. We should all pay attention to Meek Mill. I know I'm not a Meek Mill fan. You're not a Meek Mill fan. But hey, you can't deny that he's had a great career. He's been around for over 10 years, almost 15 years. And now he's an independent artist. He is saying that people feel like people are telling him that he's not going to be able to succeed because he's not in the machine. He said he's willing to put $10 million up. The label didn't show him how much he, he made off strong each. Enough fan base. Yeah, I think he does too to be successful independently. So I hope he does well. I'm looking forward to see his plan because I think more artists should be independent. Like Drake had the chance to be independent, but then they almost gave him like a lifetime contract. So imagine how much money they gave him the same as The Weeknd. It was funny. It was like, yeah, they said, now nah, we need to re-up these boys. Hell no, Universal. Canada, y'all not going nowhere. Goddamn. Yep. You beige boys are going to keep crooning for us. So... I can see yeah. how it could be hard for somebody like the baby though, because like I just can't like I just yeah I just feel like his music I don't know it just doesn't I don't know anybody who's a the baby fan. Oh, say used to like the baby, but didn't everybody last used to like him just like they used to like Roddy Rich. They just like yeah. Oh, say used to, but that's the thing. You know why they like them? I don't know how I know. Osei discovered both of them through the algorithm, and I I used to joke with him. I think that was when he was using. Apple Music, and I was joking with him, like, whoa, you got the Instagram, uh, Interscope Records algorithm, because both of those boys are on Interscope, like, that's a real thing, so with a label, if you're introduced to an artist through a playlist, how genuine are you going to be as a fan, unless maybe you do your own research and look at their back catalog and fool with the artists, but if you're just going through playlists, then yeah, that's not a real fan, so yeah, you are going to struggle. But, hey, people still say Tory Lanez makes good music. Sure, the numbers ain't the same, but it's not like he was a superstar on the machine. He was good. He made a couple hits, but it wasn't like he was a megastar. And the baby never gave him a verse. Yeah, because, you know, they had fake beef because he was a clone. It was like kind of like the Fat Trail and uh, what's my man's name situation? Shy Glizzy. Yeah, like, I, was gonna, you know, I wasn't gonna help you. I was gonna yeah, yeah, if you, you know, creating stuff. And luckily, I'm happy those brothers were able to be cool again or be cool because they didn't even know each other. But yeah. uh, but with this situation, Tory Lanez, I think that's why he said, Yeah, he said Drake and the weekend won't give him nothing. <laughs> Damn, is that bad? Yes, I'm from Canada, and the two kings don't like me. Do, do they? They've worked with Nav before, right? Of course, Nav made the back to back beat, and Nav, you know, he said him and Drake had a song. It was gonna be on this album, but he said, "Nah, this song wasn't good enough." But I don't think the weekend. Yeah, the weekend has songs with Nav. It's his artist. So why wouldn't he work with? Him? Oh, he's he's Nav's with. XO. Yeah, he's XO. Yeah, come on, man. 
But it also seems like the weekend never gives Drake nothing. Well, that's because they're not cool anymore. They yeah, he worked with him on Take Care, and then that's it. And then I think they did a song for a weekend album a couple years later, but then that's it. That's crazy. Drake Drake has been wanting to work with the weekend. The weekend is the one that's like, nah, I'm cool. Dang, come on. Weekend. Competition, man. Drake used to want to sign the weekend. That's the I thing. I know that. I know that. So yeah, it's competition. You wanted me to be under you. You wanted me to be a pawn, but I'm arguably you want the party next door me. Yeah, but I'm bigger than you, arguably. I performed at the Super Bowl. I have monster smash hits. Is he so, bigger than Drake? Uh nah, but he's a mega star too, like Drake, but he's not bigger than Drake. And they're both real Toronto boys, right? Yeah, yeah. You see how big they are. Come on, man. And they're not like Rexdale or Brampton. Now nah, that's the real t- <laughs> now, nah, yeah, they're suburban boys. That's what you want to say. They're not from the hood, they're from the suburbs. I no, think like they're from Toronto, not Brampton. Tory Lanez is from Brampton. Yeah, I don't know where Brampton is. Is that an outskirt? Yeah, where's Nav? Because Rexdale is in Toronto. That where Nav's from? Yeah, it's a neighborhood in Toronto. So Nav is a real TO boy. Yeah. Okay. Rexdale's one of the trenches. (laughs) It's near Mississauga. That's where Party Next Door is from. And that's Toronto too? Yeah. Dang, so everybody's (laughs) from Toronto except for Tory. Yeah. Even presses from Toronto. Yeah, Mississauga used to be. Yeah, see, I went to Toronto because I have family over there because, you know, Ghanaians, we all over. So I got to know a little bit, but I was young. I was like 11, 12, but I was still able to remember things. And yeah, like uh, Brampton, I thought it was a suburb too. Um, does your peanut head ass still uh, like presses? Jealous. Is your peanut yeah, head yeah. Ass <laughs> it's in a greater Toronto area. It's like a suburb. Brampton is. It's like a suburb. Yeah, it's like Woodbridge or, or Springfield. Nah, but it's right next to it. Yeah, but it's not Toronto. Brampton is a city. Yeah, it's not. It's not Toronto. Yeah, it's a suburb. But Mississauga, it's his province. But yeah, it's right there. But yeah, Rexdale is in Toronto. So don't ever disrespect Navrash. He's really the ghetto. All right, folks. You guys heard a lot from Mr. Peanut Head here. Yes. Uh, Niggas obsessed with my head top. Are you going bald? No, nah, ESTG is. Like, no, nah, I didn't say that. Yes, he He's did. Pushed out the awards today. Chopper <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> Soup Combos, we out. Peanut Soup Combos, we out of here. Jealousy. I just told you a little while ago, these leaders that they call leaders, this included Lena Horne, this included Dick Gregory, and this included comedians, comics, trumpet players, baseball players. Show me in the white community where a comedian is a white leader. Show me in the white community where a singer is a white leader, or a dancer or a trumpet player is a white leader. These aren't leaders. These are puppets and clowns that uh, have been set up over the white community and are over the black community by the white community and have been made celebrities and usually say exactly what uh, they know that the white man wants to hear.